At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It's The Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proxer, and with me this evening is John Flanagan, the father of the brainchild of the Flynn Center Summer Concert Series, Exhibitionists. How's it going, John? Well, Sam, how are you? I'm, I'm all right. It's, uh, it's, it's a relatively nice evening again. We've, we've had a few on the trot now. I'm getting worried. It's gorgeous out, yeah. It's really, um, really nice day. Uh, so, yeah, let's, let's get stuck into this. Uh, Exhibitionists, tell me about it. How does it relate to the Flynn, and what is is it that you're doing? Sure. Well, uh, I'm the marketing content manager at the Flynn, so it's sort of a new foray into uh, the programming department. I just kind of stepped out of my boundaries and decided to do this thing uh, with help from the programming department, of course. Um, but yeah, one day I was just sitting in a staff meeting in the art gallery where we have our meetings and uh, sort of daydreaming off, and I was thinking that. It'd be nice to be watching a rock and roll band instead of being at a staff meeting. Uh, so I uh, talked with some people, and uh, they actually made that a reality. So I think a lot of people have that same daydream, but not. Yeah, it usually doesn't come true. They can't follow through with it. Yeah. You're very much lucky on that one. The Flynn's a unique place where, if you think out loud, a lot of your ideas, people take them and run with them. So I'm sort of lucky in that in that respect, but also have to be careful about what I say. That could get kind of worrying, actually. Is there, is there any, been yeah. any more ludicrous ideas that have kind of got a little bit too far? None that have been verbalized, yeah. Those, those <laughs> stop, stop at the mouth. I see. Yeah. You start saying the sentence and you realize that... Right, yep. Walk it back a little bit. Maybe inviting Donald Trump to Burlington for more <laughs> is a bad idea. <laughs> oh, that wasn't me. I didn't do that. <laughs> I'm not pinning you on that one. I'm not pinning <laughs> that one on you. Before my time. <laughs> um... So, um, could you just go over again what, what your role is at the Flynn? Sure, yeah, I'm the marketing content manager. Marketing content manager. Yeah, so I write stuff, edit stuff, design some programs, handle some social media, uh, work, work in the brochures. Do you have, do you have a background mail. in booking bands? Um, sort of, I guess. I've been in a band since I was like 13 or 14, um, so I've booked my own band plenty of times. <laughs> uh, so that, but at the yeah. Flynn? Uh, no, my band's <laughs> never played the Flynn, not quite yet. You uh, just need to mutter out uh, at a meeting. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe that's happen. exactly right. Maybe I should just say it. <laughs> oh, we should play the main stage. <laughs> Make that a reality. Tickets forty dollars. Right. Yeah. Non-negotiable. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, um, so this is kind of—is this your biggest um, biggest event you've ever put on? Then you personally. That's a good question. Is it biggest event? Yeah, I guess so. I mean. A wedding—that's that's pretty big. So yep. I guess that that was more stressful than this. But Did, was it yeah. your own wedding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hello. Wife is it? Sorry, I, would, I say yeah. wife because I don't know your name. Amy, yeah, she's right there. I feel that's rude. Amy. She, she nice did most of the work on that. So. <laughs> um, so let's get into the bands themselves. Um, so what what artists are playing uh, playing at the Flynn? Um, so the next one to play is a band called Sleeping In. We've already had three. We're halfway through the series right now. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Sleeping In is the next band to play it. Um, they're sort of a relatively newish band uh, in Burlington. I think they've been around since 2014 or so. Um, but yeah, they started off as kind of a 
run of the not to, not to be demeaning, <laughs> but a, a run of the mill shoegaze band, and then they became a very good shoegaze band. I think a lot of that had to do with uh, the, their volume. They they are incredibly loud, and uh, also incredibly good. They just write really good songs. Um, so they sort of rejiggered their style, and uh, yeah, they're they're awesome. They put out an EP I think last year, um, self-titled EP called Sleeping In, and uh, it's getting some some press, some plays. Um, as, as a person that's heard the genre of shoegaze multiple times and have even seen shoegaze bands in concert, I've still yet to really nail down what that genre means. Shoegaze, I think the name comes from uh, the guitar players looking down the entire time because they're more focused on their pedals than on anything else. So I think it's just very heavy. Uh, you know, sleeping in is a perfect name for sleeping in because it's very sleepy sort of uh zombified okay often instrumental uh rock and roll where the vocals are incredibly buried okay so my bloody valentine is probably the most famous shoegaze band oh right yeah. okay a lot of melody not a lot of lyrics a lot of, a lot of noise yeah a lot yeah. of droning loud guitars okay sort of uh, the genre that you're kind of into no, not really. <laughs> not really. So you're not exactly selling. Um, no, I mean, I, I'm almost tempted to say it has. Uh, I think emo may have come out of it a little bit. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's very emotive, very raw. Was you shoegaze know. before emo? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, because this is a genre yeah. I've only been hearing the past few years, and yeah, I was I was sure. very much embarrassingly into my emo back when I was a teenager. Oh yeah, me too, for sure. But Did yeah, you have the long hair over the face as well? No, I I kept I kept my appearance. Well, it was I was incognito emo. Oh, fan. okay, that's, yeah. that's a clever way to be actually. But yeah, once alone, I'd, I still blast the get up kids in the car constantly. Now you don't have to look towards the start of your Facebook pictures and get incredibly right. embarrassed at yeah. the, uh, the fashion yeah. choices that you once made. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean um, they're still embarrassing, just not emo embarrassing. <laughs> um, so, what bands have you had so far? And, and tell me a little bit about the, uh, the the setup of this. So, it's it's there's several bands playing. Uh, I understand, but they're not all playing on the same day, evidently. Nope, yeah, only one band per day. Um, I'm sort of at the age where I'm, I don't like sitting through long shows, so I don't like like three openers to get to the band that I, I came to see. I'm usually exhausted by that point. So I really like the idea of just having one band, one and done, go on with your weekend, that's it. So, yeah. Efficiency. That's efficiency, what you look for yeah. in, a, in a rock Early <laughs> efficiency. In a rock show. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so the bands, if anyone's been to the Amy Tarrant Gallery at the Flynn, it's just that gallery right on Main Street, and the band's set up in the back there. Uh, we start at about 5.15 usually, so it's designed to grab the after-work crowd before they mm-hmm. head back to wherever they're going and start their weekends. Um, yeah, and so far we've had uh, Death Pesos. They're actually sort of a cheater band. They're from Boston, so they're not not really a local band though they did live up here for a while. Um, and I just asked them to play because A, they're amazing, and uh, B, I grew up with two of the guys in the band. We, we grew up playing in... Pure nepotism. Band. It's absolute nepotism, <laughs> yep. Uh, but that was really successful there. They are ear-splittingly loud, um, but luckily I didn't get any complaints from neighbors or coworkers or anything. People were, were very much into it. It was a really fun show. Um, and uh, so, so we had Deb Peso so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone else? Yep, then Banana Schlitz played after that. And Banana Schlitz is the sort of lo-fi project uh, by Jason Cooley, who people 
know better probably from the band Blue Button, uh, James Kolchaka's band, uh, and he was in a band called The Fags uh, with Eugene Hutz from uh, Gogo Bordello back in back in the day. Um, he's he's been around Burlington forever. He's kind of a, a local legend. Um, yeah, that that was an amazing show as well. He really brought a lot of folks to that one, and uh, he did a cool thing. It was sort of a multimedia mashup, so he had a DVD and played along to the audio and the video, so he timed his set, so he just had a guitar and a microphone, and he played to the backing track that other local legends also played on, like James Belizia and Eloise and all those folks. Uh, I've spoken to Eloise before. Very, yeah. Very cool individual. She is very cool. Uh, I've not actually seen her kicking around Burlington at all. I've been I think she's still around, but yeah, she she lays low, I believe. Um, so was it, was your aim to to purely get Vermont artists? I wanted to just do local bands, yeah, and specifically local bands that um, haven't had much exposure yet. So I was tempted to um, ask some of the bigger bands in town, like Rough Francis and Swale and uh, Cat Wright and folks like that. Medalia, Medela, yeah. that's the name, right? <laughs> Maybe, maybe Medela. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I thought I'd get some, some more uh, lesser-known bands, hence the name Exhibitionists. Of course, it's a tongue-in-cheek funny name because it's, it's, it's in an art gallery, and I'm exhibiting these bands for the first I didn't come up with it. My, oh, oh, you my, didn't? My colleague, say, yeah, no, Kevin Titterton, the director of marketing, came up with that one. You have to give him the credit on that yeah, one. Yeah, I well do done. indeed. It's a really good one. That's why he's a director. Yeah, that's, yeah. Making yeah. the big bucks. That's right. Um, I think it's probably time to listen to uh, to to a song from someone's coming up. So you said Sleeping In's coming up this Friday. That's right. No, no, uh, next Friday. We're taking a week next off Friday. this Friday. Okay, next Friday. So yeah, they're playing next Friday indeed. So yeah, this song is called Wouldn't Mind, All and right. it's, uh, it's off their self-titled EP. Okay, Sleeping In, Wouldn't Mind. Let's give it a listen.
Alright, that was Sleeping In With Wouldn't Mind. Um, they are playing at the Flynn Exhibitionist Series uh, coming up next Friday, which is organised uh, by John Flanagan, who's with me tonight. Um, so, John, um, do you have a, a personal relationship with the band? He's already said that you've already said that uh, one particular band you, uh, you say you knew from school. Uh, um, yeah, Death Face was, yeah, I just grew up with those guys, and I'm still, we're still really close. I'm working on a project of my own with uh, the guitar player right now, Pete, so, um, Banana Schlitz, yeah, I've known Cooley for, for many years, my bands have played with, with his over the years, and The Mountain Says No, uh, they came out of the ashes of this band that was Farm, uh, who, like, when I was in college at St. Mike's, I would always try to go and see whenever they played, like, The Monkey House, um, they were one of my favorite bands, in town um so yeah they broke up two years ago or so but two of the guys from farm went on to start the mountain says no with two other guys and they're uh they're just amazing they're but like it's not always a way with the music scene like you know you split off and then yeah fans split off and then they reform it and especially in burlington there's yeah. so many yeah incestuous no, yeah that's the word <laughs> <laughs> i was trying in, not to in, say in the nicest possible way <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, the mountain is the mountain said no. Have they already played it as well, or are they? They just up? played on Friday, yeah. All oh, right, how yeah. was that gig? It was amazing, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And um, and what, so what the other you got? There's this series goes on till the. All I got uh, looking online was it goes on to the end of the summer. Now I'm not really quite sure what that. Uh, it's the third. Date. The third Friday in August is the last one. So okay. I think that's what's at the 18th, or maybe. I should have that in front of me, but I don't. Yeah, Carton, this band from Windsor, they uh, they are playing the last the last one. They're closing out the series, and they're also amazing. They've they've been around for quite a while, but they never really leave Windsor. <laughs> Whenever they do come up here, it's usually because I'm dragging them up here for some reason or another. Musical hermits. Yeah, musical hermits. Yep. Is there a lot of places to play in Windsor? Of uh, yeah, I think it's called the Windsor Station. That they that's their their hometown spot okay they just play at often but all right they're studio guys too i think they they spend a lot a lot of time in the studio that two of the guys in the band run the label uh, what doth life if you've ever heard of that uh, i haven't but it's a uh, very poetic yeah it is a very good title. name i'm not not sure exactly the etymology of the name i'm assuming shakespeare yeah but it sounds quite shakespearean or it's meant to sound quite shakespearean i'm not sure if uh, yeah. shakespeare himself or the words himself he written them maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah that was more shakespeare's <laughs> game wasn't it yeah <laughs> Uh, so you had Carton and uh, and Clever Girls I've got down here that is yep. also playing. Clever Girls, indeed, yeah. They're three Fridays from now. I should have the dates. But yeah, they're they're unreal as well. They're also relative newcomers. And uh, the most songwritery band, I think, of the series. Diane Jean Riley is the, the lead songwriter in that band, and she's just powerhouse. Her voice is unfairly amazing. <laughs> Uh, I I love the uh, the seven days description of them were indie darlings, which I feel <laughs> that that description has been used for every <laughs> other indie band that has ever been made, um, uh, especially by seven. Not to knock Seven Days, I, I write for Seven Days sometimes. They're great, but they do use darlings. I think a little bit too have much. Have you have you also scribbled down the the phrase indie darlings to describe a, an indie band? No, I I've retired that f phrase if I ever have used it. I, I think that should be 
should, should be put away. My my band uh, in memory of Pluto in college, we were described as indie pop darlings. <laughs> I think that turned me off to the phrase. What there. what is it? What is it with the genre indie that people like to associate with the word darling? I'm not sure. Yeah, is there's nothing darling-ish about non-threatening-ish rock. Yeah, I suppose I kind of just imagine like someone with a bow in their hair or something right, like yeah. that. Right. Yeah. Just cherubic. Yeah. <laughs> a bit mischievous. Lovely. Yeah. A bit mischievous, but gen- genuinely quite nice. Right. Um, so uh, yeah, um, I'm not really noticing apart from you know everyone plays guitars. I'm not really noticing kind of a, a common theme in the genres uh, across the across the the board here. Yeah, a lot of guitars. Guitars are definitely the underlying theme. Uh, the artistic director of the Flint, Steve McQueen, was asking me about this. What my he he asked me to describe every band playing each week so far, and every time I just said it's, it's a guitar-heavy band. <laughs> Like, great, that's brilliant. Um, yeah. Whatever you say, John. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I was I was thinking about this. Uh, you, you do seem to have have had a lot of creative uh, autonomy regarding this project. Perhaps too much. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a that's a pretty raw raw admission right there. Yeah, I was I was given carte blanche to to go at this thing, which is great. Um, I originally had the idea to do it during the day. It was supposed to be an app like a lunchtime series, but. Uh, that would have been crazy with the volume. I didn't even think about that. So the executive director of the Flynn, John Clackey, it was actually his idea to do the whole thing uh, in the gallery after work with the bar. So I've I've been given many green lights with this project. After work, bar, and a Friday, those three combinations, those three things in a combination work relatively well when right. it comes to watching music. Yeah. You don't expect to hear that from your boss necessarily. <laughs> I'm getting the impression that the Flynn Center is a slightly different place to work for than most, most places. <laughs> it is a nice place to work. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you said you, you may have been given a little bit too much autonomy. Have you had any hiccups along the way with regards to this project? Um, I'm looking for wood to knock on. Not not yet. But <laughs> with sleeping in, I'm expecting uh, some volume complaint. Because like I said, they're incredibly loud. But the first show went really smoothly. And then in the last song that Death Paceless was playing, we're playing in this art gallery with beautiful paintings by uh, Anne Katie on the wall, these awesome Vermont landscapes. Uh, and we, we set up these, these ropes to kind of keep the bands away from the paintings, but at the very end of Death Peso set, uh, Pete, the guitar player, started going crazy with his guitar and getting some feedback and uh, was thrashing it around the room quite a bit. So I, I saw him, the head, headstock of his guitar come within inches of one of the paintings, but luckily uh, he was self-aware enough to not put put the guitar through so there. There's a heart and in your mouth kind of yeah. situation there. I can I've just imagine you running around the walls trying to make sure nothing vibrates yeah. off. I've since moved the stanchions a little farther into the middle of the room to, to it, avoid that. So You live and you learn. Learning experience. No mosh pits sure. happened yet at these Not gigs. quite yet. We'll see how Clever Girls goes. Well, I, I was going to say, starting, starting at 5.30 is probably yeah. a good shout on that yeah, one. Because no one's, everyone's having their first drink of the day, or at least you'd hope so, right. rather than their 12th. That's right. So you might be able to avoid those those kind of catastrophes. That was the main line of reasoning with the 5.30 shows, is to, to avoid the mosh pit <laughs> scenario. Scenario <laughs> popping up. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's listen to another another band. Yeah, sure. uh, maybe one that's coming up. Yeah, should we go in order and do uh, Clever Girls? Makes sense. We were just talking about them, and I, w- I want to uh, hear if they really are darlings. Sure. Yeah. This this one uh, is, is from their new EP, Loose Tooth, uh, which is very good. I think everybody should go on Bandcamp and listen to it. I was going to play the song We Tried, but that's not FCC friendly necessarily. But the song is equally as amazing and sort of highlights their twangy 
confessional aspect. Okay. And also their darling the, aspect. The darlingness. <laughs> All right. All right. Fantastic. I'll take it away. Clever Girls there with, uh, actually, I've just forgotten, what, what was that track? The song was called Crazy. Crazy. I probably should have guessed by the, uh, by the <laughs> chorus. Um, yeah, they, did, did, they sounded very darling. Yeah, so definitely. They, yeah, maybe Seven Days is right on that one. Seven Days were not, uh, no false advertisements right. on that one. Um, so, his, uh, has his project, oh, you said you've not had any hiccups, and, and we're going to knock on wood here to make sure that that certainly doesn't happen. Um, but um, how how's it been organizing something this big? Um, obviously, your own wedding, I'm sure, was, was also <laughs> relatively large. But uh, as something that you're not uh, maybe personally performing in, um, and isn't kind of you know revolved necessarily just around you, um, how how is it in terms of like bringing everything together and making things run smoothly and and having all these kind of like different moving parts? Um, it's it's more of a production than I thought. So that's a really good question. I thought. Uh, it'd be really easy just to set up a band, hit play, and, and go. 
but uh, I, I neglected all of like the tiny little parts that, that can really throw the thing off the rails. So, um, I mean, these things being on Friday, the musicians have to get out of work early or take the day off or something. So a lot of them can't get there until 4. And so with that brief window from 4 to 5 to do sound check and set everything up has had its moments of, uh, of being hectic. Like last week, weekend, I like spent a very frantic 20 minutes just trying to find a little plastic microphone clip. And that almost derailed the entire <laughs> thing. But luckily, everybody at the Flint has been incredibly helpful. Uh, the folks who run Flint Space have loaned me pretty much all of their gear. And like I, uh, the artistic director, Steve McQueen, it's his PA that we're using. So it is very bare bones, but there's a lot of parts to to the whole that... Um, that has been a lot to wrangle, but overall it's gone really smooth. Have you have you had help with setup and whatnot, or has it been kind of a one-man show in that regard? Yeah, everyone uh, who's looking to knock off a little early on Friday has, has come down and plugged in a few things or dragged gear from the basement or from the closets. And yeah, John Clackey, the executive director, was moving amps out of bands' cars, and and he's been the roadie for all most of the bands so far. Uh, so it's amazing how many people have been willing to help out, and almost every department at the Flint has been uh, contributing to, to this project. I haven't heard any complaints yet, but maybe they're just sheltering me from that. Uh, <laughs> Don't wait till the final gig, and then all the all the yeah. emails are going to get forwarded to you. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, um, somewhat lucky in the fact that Flint's got all these resources at hand. Uh, it's not like you're having to drag it out of a storage unit. Right. halfway across Burlington in order to bring it over you. Or patching them together from friends and borrowing yeah. everything. Yeah, luckily luckily we have some stuff to use. And has this got your creative juices flowing in terms of the next project that you're thinking of organizing? A little bit, yeah. There's been some discussion. Um, nothing within this vein necessarily, but yeah, the wheels have been turning and, and if this goes well, hopefully we can uh, implement some, some things. You're not being scarred too much yet. Yeah, I don't want to let too much too much out still in the <laughs> interim stages, but yeah, there's there's definitely gonna be more more things like this engaging the local community and local bands and and uh, incorporating all facets of uh, the performing arts and into what the Flynn does. Well, I, I was gonna say, it, would this uh, future project be purely musical, or you know, being a, a gallery space that you're performing at the moment would might potentially be uh, kind of more artistic <laughs> uh, I suppose it's all artistic but you know um, something uh, that doesn't involve music or are you kind of more firmly on the kind of musical uh, road if you will no I'm open to open to anything the next idea I have uh, is involves music but only as one of the disciplines <laughs> oh interesting you, you, uh, we'll you're timing it at the right moment to, to let that one out yeah I have a slow leak on that <laughs> one yeah did you, did you do it on a Friday afternoon by any chance <laughs> when, you, when you let this out and everyone's like yeah I would like to be a gig right now actually <laughs> yeah yeah i should do that's a good idea <laughs> um well oh, brilliant um well thank you so much for coming in i think we've got time for maybe one more song um if you'd like to give a reminder of who we got who you got coming up uh still and where people can uh purchase tickets how much it's free yeah oh, I, should, free. I should mention it's absolutely free so anybody on friday afternoon if you're looking for something to do or a cold beer or just to see some local rock and roll Stop by the Flynn right at 5 o'clock, and uh, we'll be there. So Sleeping In is the next band that will play August 4th. Um, and then Clever Girls will be there August 11th. And then Carton closes off the series on August 18th. All right, and you can just wander in. No. Just wander right in, yeah. We put a sandwich board out there and everything to make sure the sidewalk traffic knows that it's not a private event. Fantastic. Just, well, yeah. in which case, I might 
I'm, I'm a cheapskate, so I might actually turn up myself yeah, on this one. Now. It is absolutely free. Um, well, brilliant. All um, ages as well, I should mention. And um, I'm guessing uh, we'll be going for a song called Carton. Uh, by Carton. Sorry. Song, yep, by the band Carton. Uh, you want to give Carton a little bit of a blurb before we stick it on? Sure. Uh, like I said before, Carton is a Windsor-based band. Um, they've been around for a bit. They've got a trace of emo in their sound, uh, but they're more of a sunny kind of 90s grunge in the vein of like Arches of Loaf, or mm-hmm. I think listeners might hear the Pixies in this next track. Um, but yeah, this is one of my favorite tracks off their latest record called Total Modern Comfort. The song is called Fun. Uh-huh. Here we go.
call it a split myself in two Right, that was Carton with Fun, and uh, and on that note, John, uh, we're going to have to say goodbye. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, Tom. Thanks a lot for having me and for uh, supporting the series. Uh, not a problem. And uh, Guys, yeah, once again, uh, go go check it out. It's at the Flynn Center um, at the Amy E. Tarrant Gallery, which I believe is that little gallery next to the Flynn. Uh, it's free. It's on Fridays afternoons. They have a bar, and they have great music, and it, once again, it's free. So uh, no excuses. Um... Just before we all go, uh, I know you're all listening, tender hooks. Um, just a quick note: um, our friends from um, Barrio Bakery, you guys might might have heard of them up in the North End, are having what's called the Ramble 2017. So I assume that this has happened before, um, and that's happening on July the 29th. It's going to happen rain or shine, and there's going to be yoga, a rope pull in Battery Park, um, and a little walk. Barrio Bakery's going to have a special Rambo drink, a Ramble drink, sorry. And um, you can also watch the Steph Pappas Experience, who's performing at 1.45 to 2.45. Um, and as well, God, it just continues. But wait, there's more. Also happening is the Decatur De- De Street Festival. Uh, so you can find all the events are listed probably a little bit more coherently than I've just told you at theramble.org. So go check that out. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a great day and uh good music good food good people so uh john thanks again once for coming in thank you so much tom uh check us out next week where we have uh andrea shobot and my mother's mustache coming in and until then ciao bella <laughs>